0: It's the middle of July now when I'm recording this, but I assume that it'll be around for a while, so I don't know how long it's going to last all of this, so I'm going to tell a Christmas story, and this is one for the Bairns, and it's a story from Duncan Williamson, the great traveller storyteller. It's in a lovely collection of Christmas stories. And it's called The Dog and the Peacock. Now, there was an old collie dog who lived somewhere up in the highlands in Scotland. And he travelled around from place to place. And people always petted him and gave him something to eat. He didn't have a name. They just called him the old collie. Well, the collie must have belonged to somebody at one time. He would have been a farm dog. But when he got to be a bit old, maybe a bit slow at running, not as much good for rounding up sheep, then he got ignored and had wandered away to see if he could find somewhere that people would maybe feed him. And he found his little village. And he slept out in the woods and he came in at night and he wandered around and people petted him and gave him something to eat. Now there was one evening. The old collie had been lying sleeping and he woke up and he was hungry. So he went down to the village. Now he'd went around and around the village for about an hour. But there was no sign of anyone. Nobody fed him anything. You see, it was Christmas, and everybody was inside celebrating their Christmas. And they were feasting away, eating lovely things. And there was Christmas trees, and there was lanterns in the windows, all different colors, and it was beautiful. But nobody had any time for the old collie. So he decided to go and visit his friend the peacock. Now the peacock lived at a merchant's house. The merchant was quite wealthy, so he had his pet peacock and a peahen as well. But the peacock was standing up on top of a post, and he was looking at the moon, deep in thought, when the old collie turned up. Hello, peacock, he said. "'Ah, hello, old collie. How are you doing?' "'I'm fine,' he says, but I'm hungry. "'But, you know, I've been going around here trying to get a bite to eat, "'but no luck. Not a thing. "'Nobody's coming out to give me anything.' "'Nah,' he said, it's, "'it's because it's Christmas. "'They're all inside celebrating.' "'Hmm. It seems a bit unfair,' he says.' that we're out here, and they're in there. Why, and he says, it's just the way of it. So what are you up to? The collie asked the peacock. Ah, oh, I'm just standing here looking at the moon, he said. Hmm. My wife, he says, she's been sitting on an egg since time. I don't think she's going to make much of it, though. She's been sitting on it for that long. Nothing's happened. So, but... You try telling her that she's staying put, sitting on that egg. So I'm just out here, looking at the moon. Yeah, and they're all in there, he said, celebrating Christmas. It's a shame, the peacock said, that, you know, some people have so much, and then other people have so little, but, well, oh well, what can we do about it? Yeah. The collie said, I was thinking just the same thing myself, because I've got an old friend, the old widow woman that lives up on the edge of the village here. She's always very good to me. She's always got a bone for me if she's been making soup or whatever. She always, although she has very, very little herself, she always finds something to share with me. But, you know, I was by her house an hour ago. There's no sign of her. And there's no sign of any light on in the house. I'm, I'm a bit worried about her. Yeah, said the peacock. I know her. She's a nice, nice old lady. I wish there was something that we could do for her. Well, maybe there is, said the dog. But like what? Well, I'm sure we could think of something if we got our heads together, said the collie. Yeah, I suppose we could. It's a peat stack over there in the collie. Aye. Yeah, that's a peat stack, said the peacock. Belongs to the, the merchant lives in the house there. Aye, there's fuel there for his fire all winter. You know, I bet you the old woman doesn't have any peats. I bet she doesn't have any fire in the house at all. I wonder if we could maybe borrow a couple of peats off the merchant. I mean, he won't miss them. No, not him, said the peacock. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Hello, said a voice behind them, and they turned around to have a look, and there was the old tomcat. Now, the old tomcat was a great big cat, Chet Black Cat, and he was slinking around. And again, he didn't belong to anybody either, but everybody fed him and everybody petted him. Now, what are you two gentlemen up to then, he said. ''Well,'' said the collie, ''me and the peacock here were just talking about the old widow woman lives on the edge of the village. We're a bit worried about her.'' ''Aye,'' said the cat, ''she always feeds me, but you know, I was up by there half an hour ago, and there's no sign of her. She's usually got some scraps for me, but not a thing tonight, and I don't think there's any fire on in that house. It's all very dark. I think there's something wrong.'' Mm, that's what we were thinking too, said the peacock. So we've come up with a plan. <clears throat> I'm going to take a couple of the peats from the peat stack here up to her house. Uh, that's a good idea, said the cat. But what good is fire when there's no food in the house? Yeah, said the collie. Hey, I've got a plan. I always go up to the butcher shop, said the collie. And I know a secret back way into the place. And he always leaves a bucket full of bones up there. And I always help myself to the bones. He doesn't do anything with them, so I always take them. But, you know, he's got plenty of meat and sausages and stuff there. But I never touch them. But I'm sure he wouldn't miss a string of sausages if I took one for the old woman. That's a good idea, said the cat. Well, you know, it might be hard for you guys to believe, but us cats, you know, we have our secrets too, you know. And I know a secret backway into the fishmonger's shop, and he always leaves bones and heads in a bucket, and I help myself to those. But I'm sure that he wouldn't miss a couple of, A nice fat kipper. I'll go and get those for the old widow woman. You go to the butcher's and get a string of sausages. I will, said the dog, and I'll get the biggest, longest string of sausages I can find. Good man. So off they went. And soon after back they came, the collie was hauling a great big long string of sausages in his mouth. And he was holding his head up high so that the sausages didn't scrape on the ground. And the cat came back. And in its mouth, it was holding very gently. It was holding two great, big, fat, juicy kippers. And it was holding its head up high as well, so that it didn't get the kippers trailing in the dust either. And the peacock "'waddled over towards the stack "'and it got two big peats, "'one under each wing, "'and they set off up the road, "'through the village, past all the houses "'that were all filled with light and laughter "'and food and happiness and celebrating Christmas, "'and off they went up to the wee cottage "'that was at the edge of the village "'where the old widow woman lived. "'Now, around the garden, of the old widow woman, there was a hedge, and in the hedge there was a gate, and the gate had been left open, and when they arrived there, who should they see sitting on the gate, but an owl, it's a great big tawny owl, which they knew, they, they knew him fine, hello, they said, who are you off to tonight, and the owl looked down at them, and, and said, To who, to who, to who? Well, to the widow woman, they said. We're going to visit. We're bringing her Christmas. You're bringing her Christmas, he said. I'm a bit worried about her, you know, said the owl. She's in there, and she's got no food, and I don't see any fire and no light in the house either. I've been worried about her. Well, we're bringing her Christmas, and it's going to be the best Christmas she's ever had, said the peacock. Yes, we're just heading in there right now, said the dog with a mouth full of sausages. Well, I'll come too, I'll come too, I'll come too, said the owl. And he jumped off the gate and he landed behind the cat and the dog and the peacock. And they walked up to the door, and the dog went forward, and he went scritch-scratch, scratch scratch scritch-scratch scratch, scratch, on the door. No answer. Nothing. So, the dog went scritch-scratch, scritch-scratch, scratch on the door again. And they could hear movement inside, footsteps. And then the door opened, and it was the old woman, and she said, Oh... Ye poor wee things. "'I don't have anything to give you tonight, though, I'm afraid.' "'But the dog trotted in, "'followed by the peacock and the cat and the owl, "'and the old woman closed the door behind them "'and went in. "'And they went over by the fire, "'and there was a kind of a fire on. "'It was just a, just a few sticks and very little. "'It was glowing, "'but there was very little heat coming from it. "'And... The peacock opened its wings and it dropped down two great big peats, and then the dog very carefully placed the sausages down as well, and the cat laid down the kippers, and the old woman went, Oh, my children, my children, you've brought me my Christmas. Oh, who could have better friends than you, my little dears? And she broke up the peats and put them on the fire, and soon there was a fine, warm glow, the flames licking around them, and the light was starting to fill the room, and it was warming up nicely. The old woman took the sausages and the kippers, and she went through to her kitchen, and she started to cook them. Now, as they stood in the room there, the old dog was saying, You know, it's a shame. Poor old woman, she doesn't have a Christmas tree. But we can't do anything about that, I'm afraid. Everybody else has got a Christmas tree, but she doesn't. But what can we do? We don't have a Christmas tree. (laughs) Ha ha ha, I think you'll find we do, said the peacock. I've got a Christmas tree. You've got a Christmas tree, said the dog. Why, yes, of course, the finest Christmas tree in all the village. Maybe the finest Christmas tree in all of Scotland, it said, puffing out his chest with a bar pride. Well, what do you mean? Uh, You'll see, he said. But I'll tell you what. Owl, you've come here tonight, but you don't have a present. So I want you to stand on this side of me by the side of the fire. And cat you sit at the other side underneath me and so the owl stood there and the cat stood there that's fine he says you've got fine big glowing eyes that'll do just perfect and then turning his back to the fire he spread his beautiful magnificent tail with all the jewels sparkling on it and it looked just like a christmas tree And underneath it, on the one side, there was the owl, and on the other side, the cat. And the light from the fire reflected in their eyes. And it just looked like baubles hanging on a Christmas tree. And when the old woman came through with her two plates, with the sausages in the one and the kippers in the other, she said, Oh, you've brought me a Christmas tree. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is the most beautiful beautiful christmas tree i have ever seen who could have friends like you she said now then children she said let's share this christmas feast between us and so they all sat down and they all ate a bit of the food that the old woman had and then she told them stories And they sat by the fire listening to her stories and they were so happy and it was the happiest Christmas that they could ever remember. But then after a while the old woman said, Well, children, she said, I'm getting tired now, so I think I'm going to be off to me bed. But thank you for giving me my Christmas and it's the best Christmas I've ever had with my dear, dear, true friends. And so she opened the door and out into the night went the peacock and the old collie dog and the tomcat and the owl. And they all went past all the houses where all the celebrations were going on. People were still feasting and still having a great time but they knew who had had the best Christmas in that village.